All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. We can cover Jen's technical glitches uh, in a future time. But we do this pretty much every Monday at 1030 Mountain Time for those of you that want to catch it live. And of course, most of you are listening to our podcast in the syndication. But I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching with me as always is our marketing director, one of our other coaches, all around superhuman, Jen <laughs> Weybor. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Hi, Adam. Hello. <laughs> or maybe it should be you welcoming me. That usually seems to be more appropriate since you're the wizard here. And we've got a really cool guest for you guys. Um, I don't even know how to begin describing how much value our guest has provided us, provided our audiences, provided... Well, really, those people that we run in circles with, our brethren, mortgage originators, real estate agents. So welcome to the show, Jason Abel. Hey, Jason. Hey, I appreciate that. Oh, that was no. A this very is... kind introduction there, my friend. Um, well, uh, we mean it, and hopefully you don't disappoint, because then you may not get the next in that same introduction the next time we have you on the show. I better be good. You better be uh -oh. good. We'll see what happens. Um, so... <laughs> I, I no, but I do mean it. I really can't express enough the kind of unique content that you're putting out into the world. Mm. I think a lot of the things that we miss out on, and it's funny because I just did some writing for another book that'll be published here, hopefully in the next couple of few months. Jen Mount actually have a better grip on that than I would, but we really talk about sales mindset. And some of the things that I feel are very important, and Jen and I impart on all of our coaching clients, if, if you learn nothing else from just the tips, I think that when it comes to the sales mindset, we try to emphasize constancy, consistency, transparency, and authenticity. And I think those four things really should circumnavigate everything you do, and certainly in your sales gig, certainly in your loan origination gig, certainly in your real estate sales gig, whatever the case may be. And I think it's really neat that we kind of have these bricks that we put out there and that you get to be kind of a mortar for us. Uh, that you really get to help solidify how important we feel about these subjects because this is your meat and potatoes. So before I really let you get into some heavy content as far as what you've been putting out into the world as of late, what you've been putting out to these industries as of late, give us a little bit of background. Um, what were you doing before you were doing what you're doing now? How did you make the transition? And what are you doing now? Yeah, I'll, I'll be quick. I won't, I won't give you like the two hour version because, you know, the people that uh, are, are uh, logging in, you know, and seeing us live, they'll be like, uh, he started at 10 years old. Okay, click. I'm out. So uh, we won't do that. But suffice it to say, I, when I was, was a toddler. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. I was in mortgage banking for 21 years. Um the, the 11 of the 21 years, I hired a coach myself. And so, right, the three of us are, are in the coaching industry right now. And what I noticed was at the time I was an average originator and I was looking up and 
all the cool mortgage bankers had coaches and I wanted to one day be one of the cool mortgage bankers, i.e. doing a bunch of business and, and doing it the right way. So I hired a coach. I couldn't afford a coach. Um, I got my company at the time to end up paying half of it, which was probably my, my best sales job ever. Um, <clears throat> and got hooked up with an amazing company, an amazing individual. Um, and he and I coached together for 11 years. And I went from an average $15 million a year uh, originator and then, then at the end, I was back back five, seven years of my career, I was $100 million plus producer, fortunate enough to manage really great people. We were doing a half a billion dollars a year in our branch. And I really got to see the value of coaching, not just this coaching where, hey, you better call more realtors or you better <laughs> make more sales calls or this is the magic script, but it was all up here. And not only were those production numbers possible, but I also, and I tell people this, my coach helped me through the birth of three children. Um, unfortunately, the death of one child. And you go through some really life things when, you know, all of us have been through all kinds of different life things and trying to run a mortgage practice at the same time and really being able to, um, not only get through some of those things, but thrive in our own way through those things. And suffice it to say, Adam and Jen, you know, I was just able to see the value of mindset coaching. My coach, a guy by the name of Steve Scanlon, founded Rewire now a little over 10 years ago. And he wasn't exactly sure what he wanted to do, but he gave me a call and he was like, hey, I think I'm going to start this, this company. I'm not even sure exactly what we're going to do but I've got a lot of clients like you that have been able to do what you've done because of the type of coaching that I'm doing. And I said, well, if you're going to do that, how about we do it together and not just you do it by yourself? We 11 years of coaching with the same person, you, you, you get pretty tight, pretty tight. We started rewire 10 years ago. It was a no brainer for me, even though, you know, I just gave you some of the numbers and some of the different things in the industry that we were doing this was really a passion of mine. I was like, if, 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 uh, if we can put together an organization that helps a lot of people the way that I've been helped, well, that would just be, you know, really cool. And here we are 10 years later, we've got coaches around the country. We've got um, some of the top mortgage bankers and realtors around the country that are clients that are doing really cool things. So anyways, enough about me. Um, we're, we're, we're all about mindset. And so in our coaching, yeah, you, you do have to actually make your sales calls and, and you do have to communicate in, in the right way. And you do have to take care of your health and well-being. All those things are super, super important. But if the mind isn't right, you may know all the correct things to do. And I think most of us do. And probably most of your listeners they already know the right things to do. But sometimes, totally. sometimes, dang it, you get up in the morning. And even though you know the right things to do, you don't want to do those things that day because whatever. There was a there was a fight with a partner last night. The kids are acting whack. You don't feel good that day. Maybe you drank too much over the weekend. I don't, I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, we know the things to do, but we don't necessarily do them. And that's where we come into play, is is strictly, you know, the mindset. And 
I'll keep on jamming. I, I can go for another. We, we, yeah, no, we we're, we talked. We'll, we have until six p.m. So perfect, you're, perfect. You're good. That's good. That's yeah, because well, I'm. I am. I am hours. just getting rolling. I'm just getting rolling. Oh boy. <clears throat> the one thing I'll say about mindset is there's books written about it. There's coaches like all like us. There's podcasts, and we can all have an agree fest that yeah, mindset is where it's at, and that's what that that's what that's what leads to the actions and the results and the, whatever the definition of success is to you. And we can nod our heads. Yep. 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 But there's a difference between knowing it and agreeing to it and then actually doing the things that help you with your mindset. So one of the things that I'd like to do today, I, we can talk about it and we can agree on it and talk around the topic a ton but if it's okay with you, and we, we didn't talk about this pre-recording, so you guys can say, no, we're not going to do it that way. What I'd love to do is have the opportunity to show you an example and actually have us work through like a little, little mini workshop through an example of exactly how mindset can help us excel. And when I say us, I mean you, Jen, you, Adam me, Jason, like we work through something right now so that your audience can literally, if they wanted to, they can work along with us right now and, and really dive into mindset. And I might even say, I mean, most of the people listening to your podcast, I'm assuming are, are selling something or helping other people sell something. Would that be, that'd be accurate? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. So what I'd like to do, and again, I haven't gotten your permission yet, so you may say no, but if you say yes, We'll just walk us through a few minutes of we'll workshop through a, a few minutes of showing ourselves and, and, and your listeners, even if they're even if they're literally listening and not watching us right now. Um, so show instead of tell. What do you guys think? I'm game. I like it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I, cool. I love how he waits till we're, you know, 10 minutes. Into I, the podcast I know. I was this, this is this a curveball. totally. Uh-huh. And asking for forgiveness instead of permission situation. Which, before. which unfortunately, Jen and I are all about. Yeah. So it would be very difficult for us to say no. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those things, right? Like it's your podcast. You can do whatever the heck you all want to do. I, you know, you, you know, it's, it's cool, but yeah, I, I, I did kind of put you on the spot. I, I know yeah. after we hit, you know, end record, you guys are going to smack me around a little bit, but that's Okay. Uh, this might actually help all of us, and I'm going to do it along with you. So here we go. Okay. Since you said yes, what I'd like you to do is, um, whether you're sitting or standing, so this is for us, but it's also for whoever's listening. What I'd like us all to do is either sit up or stand up really straight and really just kind of concentrate on your posture for a minute. And while you're doing that, we're going to take a Big old breath together. Just one, just big, huge breath. We'll do that together. So breathe in. And then let it go. All right, good. We're already working on our mindset. What I'd like you to do is right now as we sit here today, it's the beginning of April. We're in the beginning of Q2. And so what I'd like you to do is think of your future self. So Jen and Adam, and I'll do this too. I want you to think of your future self, um, the end of Q2. So this is the beginning of quarter two of this year to the end of Q2. So 90 days from now. So you're thinking of future you 90 days from now. And you're thinking to yourself, boy, I have, even with all the headwinds of the industry and the economy and 
all the challenges that are out there right now, I actually did really good in my profession and really good in my career. Like I had a good Q2 in the midst of all the noise. I had a good Q2. And the reason that I had a good Q2 is because when I was on that dang podcast with Jason Abel and Rewire Coaching, I committed to myself to doing a specific thing and I actually did it. I did it and I executed it really well. And so I'm sitting here at the end of the quarter two and I'm like, dang, I'm proud of myself. Like I did a really good job. As you're putting yourself in those shoes, this is future you. I'd like you right now, take pen and paper. If you, you guys have a pen, pe pen or pencil or paper, I'm right? Sure. Okay, perfect. And I'd like you to write down what that one thing is. And I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to literally do it with you right now. What is that one thing that you did that really helped you professionally get to the end of the quarter and go, man, this is, I'm glad I did that because I ended up having a really good quarter. Go ahead and just take, take 30 seconds and write that down. I'm doing it right along with you, by the way. I didn't even know I was going to do this part, do it with you. So you're writing down the one thing that the future you is going to thank you for that you actually did it. You made a commitment to yourself and you actually did it. You guys have that thing written down? Almost. Okay. Now there's three of us here. And so if, uh, I'm going to ask you to do something now, which might be a little bit vulnerable. And you both this time, all kidding aside, you both can say no. Okay. Um, but I, I, I will do it. Um, and you both are, you know, because you didn't know I was going to do this part. It's okay. It literally is okay for you to say no. I'd like us to verbalize to one another what it, the thing is that we wrote down and I'll go. And again, I, it's illustration purposes, but I'm, I'm going to really tell you what I wrote down. And this is something where you listen to it and you're like, okay, but that has nothing to do with business. Why did, why did you said, you said professional, I wrote down, move my body every day. So I work out pretty often, but if truth be known, there are weeks when it's not pretty often. Like I go through waves and I'm really committed this quarter to like moving my body every day. One day it might be a walk. One day it might be uh, Pilates. My wife and I sometimes do Pilates together. I just want to make sure that I'm literally moving my body every day. Um, and I know that if I do that, when I show up professionally with um, in sales situations or our staff or our partner coaches, I'm just going to be a better version of myself. So my confidence level is going to be different. You know, the, you, you get it, right? So that's the one thing. So from now to the end of the, the quarter, I want to move my body every day so that future Jason looks back and goes, man, I did that. I did that. And that helped lead to the success I had in that quarter. So you guys, I'll give you an opportunity. Would you like to tell the audience your thing or, or should we just move on to the next step? Your call. Come on, Jen. Okay. Mine's pretty simple. And something that we coach on is honoring my calendar but mm -hmm. not necessarily i'm pretty good at honoring the professional things um the meetings all of that but my coach had me schedule out the personal things like 30 minutes of reading a book that 30 minute walk that kickboxing class 
And I'm really bad about letting those things slide to fit in more work. So mm. it's honoring that side of my calendar better Perfect. in the next. Perfect. Night. Thank you. That, Thank and you. And that surprises me. Jen is really good about it. Jen is not Adam when it comes to her calendar. And I think when she and I first met years ago, I kind of blew her away with how my calendar yeah. management is. And I do honor both my personal and professional calendars. So I would have thought a little more of me would have rubbed off on Jen over this time <laughs> frame. Uh, we do have a penchant for finishing each other's thoughts and mm, those kinds of true. things. Mm, so mm, yeah, that's a really good one, Jen. I'm glad that you shared that and that you're going to be better about it. I'm going to hold <laughs> you to sure. it. All right. I'm ready. Adam, right. how about you? Would you you want to keep yours to yourself, or would you like? No, to go over? I want to get it out there because then I can uh, have an enormous audience of people that are going to hold me accountable. And right on. Jen's going to be at the tippy top of this list. You guys already know, and a lot of our audience knows that uh, I have done quite a bit of writing um, and this uh, sales mindset that we had uh, work that we had talked about recently uh, is certainly part of that. My first book, Just the Tips. Uh, is probably getting on a few years old at this point. And I have slowly, very slowly, I can't even say slowly, but surely at this point, been working on the sequel to that called Let's Go Deeper. Mm. And I wrote down, finish Let's Go Deeper. Ooh, finish right. in the next quarter. Okay. Well, the outline is done. A lot of the writing is done. It's not... Uh, a novel, and I'm not going to write 400 pages like I did with just the tips. So I I uh, need to buckle down. And now I have enormous audiences, literally tens of thousands, maybe more, that can hold Adam accountable to getting that done. And yes, Jen will be at the top of that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, <clears throat> what you're mentioning there, Adam, as you talk about people holding you accountable is your your it's a great segue into us breaking down what I just workshopped us through, right? And so let's let's break this down into its many steps and then we'll get and then we can chat about it a little bit. So mindset and mindset, we'll call it mindset selling. That's a the the title of one of our workshops these days. And we do this exercise in there. So let's break it down. First thing I had you do was sit up straight, stand up straight, right? We got our, we got our, we told our bodies, hey, guess what? We're about to do something important. So let's focus. Then had us all take a big breath. We're getting oxygen into our bodies. We're getting oxygen into our, our, our blood goes to our brains actually. And I saw it in you all's eyes and I felt it myself. When I exhaled, I was like, okay, I am literally blocking out all of the distractions. So I've told my body that I'm focusing. Now I've told my mind that I'm clearing out the distractions and I am focusing in on something. Then I took you to future you. So as you know, as coaches, and as, as we all know, um, looking to the future, that is toward state. That's a proactive state. That's forward thinking as opposed to Maybe some of the junky stuff that's behind us. Maybe maybe there, there was a, a fight with our partner this morning, or maybe there was a client that just called us and, and canceled his, his contract, or maybe something else didn't go right. There's just noise that happens with all of us. When we took that cleansing breath and we had our posture nice and straight, we we're telling ourselves, we're blocking all that out right now because we got a job to do. We're focusing in on something. So you want to talk about mindset? Like we're really starting something there. 
focused on the future. Um, I had you write down one thing, not 20 things, but one thing. Sometimes in the workshop, we'll start off here and we'll narrow, narrow, narrow. But in the interest of time, in the space that we have today, we wrote down one thing. I literally wanted you to write it down, not just talk it out loud, because science says when you're writing something down on a piece of paper, your brain is focused only on one thing, and it's what's coming out at the end of the pen or the pencil. And so not only did you get that one thing in your brain, whether it was honoring time, finishing the book, moving the body every day, but I was, I was focused. My brain was imprinting that commitment, that future self-commitment into my brain by writing it down. Then, and you all were great for playing along, we all communicated, verbalized it to one another. Well, when we do that, there's a lot of things that happen. Okay, I can write it down and it's private for me and my own brain. But when I say it out loud and I hear myself say it out loud, that further imprints it to me like I just made a commitment. So even if you all weren't here and I just said it to myself, that'd be very valuable. But the fact that you all were here, now we've got another element of mindset. And you said this really clearly, Adam. We brought a community into it. And this isn't a community that's going to hold you accountable, Adam, to your finishing the book or, or Jen to honoring your calendar. The people that are going to ask you about it or maybe even kid around with you about it or whatever, they're for you. They're your cheerleaders. They love you. They want to see you succeed. They're not like, so I bet you didn't stick to your blah, blah, blah. That, that's not it. And, and, and so... By, by virtue of the fact that I told you what mine was, we're in a friendly environment right now. We're for one another right now. And I don't know if, if I'll reach out to you or you'll reach out to me, you know, 30 days from now, 60 days from now, or maybe your listeners will, you know, comment or reach out to you on social or whatever. But if they do, how cool would that be? Right? Because they're for you. And so we, we really worked shop, um, just there in that little 10, 15 minute exercise, really what mindset's all about. Like, it's not just, hey, mindset, we're going to be positive no matter what. No, no, no. We're going to do some very scientifically proven things to help our mindset, to stack the deck in our favor, to actually do the things that we know to do anyways, which will ultimately get us the results that we're looking to get. I don't have anything else. You guys got to talk for a minute. All right. I think that that's fair. I, if memory serves, this is our podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, I just okay. I needed to take a breath and a, and a drink. <laughs> then there. we'll do that. And I, I think that some of what we're discussing when it comes to the community, the it takes a village, that everybody really does have this huge team of supporters silent or not, is an important piece to internalize when we're talking about mindset and when it comes to selling. And don't get me wrong, you'll notice, or hopefully our audience, when I say you'll notice, that none of the three of us set goals that included selling more, making more, having more. There was nothing financial about it. There was nothing tangible about it. Uh, it, it wasn't Adam saying, this year I'm going to buy a Ferrari. It, it wasn't any of that. It was literally things that we all 
feel we need to be doing, we need to internalize in order to become better versions of ourselves. Right on. Which, of course, is a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to mindset, when it comes to uh, the sales mindset, because that internalization eventually becomes projection, yeah, reflection, those kinds of things. It actually is going to result in all of those things. And those other things are merely byproduct. Yeah. Yeah. Taking better care of people, helping more clients, having more clients, closing more deals. All of these things are byproduct of mindset. Yeah, I love I love the way that you're saying that, Adam. I remember when I find when I really made the switch early in my career, and this is confession for me right now. Early in my career, one of the reasons I got into mortgage banking was I saw a bunch of young people making a lot of money, and I was like, "Yeah, that." right? Like, let's go do that. Well, it turns out, I don't know that I was very good at it, right? Like I, I remember my first, my very first mortgage. Uh, that's a whole nother podcast. It was so bad. And it was the easiest loan. Like this guy was golden and I, I banged it all up like bad, really bad. And so I, I, I didn't even think that I was that, or I noticed that I wasn't that good at it because I was focused on, man, I just want to make, I want to make money because I did want to buy the toys and do the thing and whatever. And when the, when the light switch went on for me was when I stopped focusing on that and I really started focusing in on, okay, this applicant in front of me, what is it that they're trying to do and what role can I play in helping them get to where it is they want to go? And I, and when I stopped focusing on the money, I know this sounds trite and cliche but when I stopped focusing on the money, that's when I started to make a bunch of money. And, and I've noticed that where if you come into the marketplace with the right mindset and the right intention to just add value and help people get help to people. where they want to go, then all of the, like you just said, the sales, the clients, the whatever, it typically just falls in place. And, and I know that that sounds like, Oh, that's so Pollyannish. That sounds so rainbows and unicorns. And it's not like that. Cause you actually, do have to do the work and you do have to show up and you do have to do certain very, like you said, tangible things, but the focus is different. And that's where I think the, the, the mindset piece comes into play. Well, and I think we've pretty much always felt that way. Certainly at just the tips and certainly in my mortgage practice, at least for the vast majority of it, this is really simple. If you have that single purpose focus of just taking good care of people the rest really is a byproduct that falls into place. Yeah, and that and, is, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I think that <laughs> that's an important piece of this, but this isn't new, which is why it's not contrite and why it's not yeah. Pollyanna-esque. The bottom line is that this is how good sales has been done for a long, long time. And it's funny because uh, this book that I have coming out next, this will be before uh, the one I have now promised to my audience to work <laughs> diligently on over the remainder of this quarter. But one of the things we talk about is that there really are two different types of sales. Yeah. 
And one of them is that perspective. Let's help people. Let's find pain points. Let's create solutions. Let's help get people where they want to go, right? Old Zig Ziglar kind of shit. If you help as many people as you can get what they want, you're going to get what you want. Right that on. shit has existed for decades. The other type of sales is manipulation. Yeah. And yeah. we see that certainly in big corporate America, TV, internet, print media, right? We've all been somebody's target audience since birth. So yeah. we've seen that manipulation type of sales, which is the polar opposite of what we're talking about here. But what we're talking about here has existed for so long. It certainly hasn't been prominent. It hasn't always been popular, right? We would rather smell sell marlboros to kids uh, you know yeah. those that we're all old enough to remember that <laughs> shit we'd sure, rather sell marlboros sure. to kids than actually help people discover their pain points and solve them yeah so yeah we're talking about you know two different types of sales and the one that we try to focus on that we want to focus on doesn't have anything to do with the money because it's a byproduct yeah right on no, right on. Good. And, th and this is, you know, you're, we, we just brought up the topics of three more, you know, podcasts for you, right. right? Like doing the right thing, providing value in the right way. But to me and to, to the way that we run our organization, it's all under the umbrella of, of mindset. And Absolutely. so, yeah, you gave, it's, what a great opportunity to talk about that today. The, the, I, I loved it. And I can't wait. I will check in Jen on, on your calendar and uh, right. Adam on, on your book. And like, I'm, I'm excited for you guys over the next quarter. <laughs> this, this is reminiscent of uh, the first time we met Jen. Wasn't it Jason that uh, made us send him a penny? No, no, that's no. Jason. no, but I was like the other Jason. Okay. That was the other Jason. I already, I already like that though. <laughs> uh, there, and that was a cool concept, but that again, really another cool podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is uh well, this has been enlightening. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. I, uh, I'm, I'm psyched for you guys in, in your Q2. I, I think it's going to be a good quarter and I think it's going to be a good year. And frankly, I think that all of these years of this kind of work, whether it's, well, I mean, Jen's roles, plural, my roles, plural, have really been focused on that kind of mentality. Mm. Help as many people as you can get what they want and you'll get what you want yeah. as yeah. a byproduct. And I think we just continue to excel and move up step by step. Sometimes they're little, sometimes they take a while. But I've always uh, been a big believer in all paths lead to the same summit. Mm -hmm. You want to get to the top? Just keep moving up. Some people need a million switchbacks. Some people blaze trail right for the peak. But just keep moving up. And I think Jen and I do that pretty well. Yeah, one one step at a time. That's exactly yeah. right. Good. Yeah, very, very, very good stuff. Very good stuff. All right. So, Jen, I'm going to interrupt your personal calendar for just another couple of minutes because I want you to take us home. We have some really big things coming. Lots of big things. Well, tell yeah, us but about I just big things. Say First, thank you, Jason. I, I think it's funny we always come back to this concept that's so simple. Mm. Um, my background is in direct sales. The epitome of bad advice in sales <laughs> from the direct uh -huh. sales world. Yeah. And I always called myself the black sheep of the direct sales world because I didn't do the texting everybody on my friends list asking them to buy shit. That was not me. Right. Uh, it was about, and I have people that bought 
to be frank. I sold sex toys straight out of college and uh, and all the way through wine. And people bought everything from me as I moved through companies because they trusted me. Mm, and that's what it, yep. it's. It's so funny because it's so much simpler to just be real with people instead of trying to sell them things. But yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. Big time. Big time. Well, yeah. I, I appreciate what you guys are doing and putting out in the world there. Appreciate you guys having me on. I can't wait to hear about all the fun stuff, I guess, that you're about to get into, Jim, but I, I appreciate yeah. y'all. Yeah. So Social Media Day Denver is June 23rd, which it's already April 3rd, right? Yeah. Which is insane. So um, we are just under 90 days out from Social Media Day Denver. This is our third run, third one uh, as Just the Tips Coaching. So we have somebody talking about AI. Um, we talked about Adam or I doing something about StreamYard. We have Brett coming back to talk about Google My Business. Yeah, um, Brett. Yeah, Brett's great. If you always great. If you think you're utilizing Google My Business, come listen to Brett talk, and you'll realize yeah, everything you're not. you're not doing. So. I, I've listened to Brett talk personally and professionally a half a dozen times. Uh, I've seen you on his podcast a couple of times, and yeah, I'm still not doing everything I can be doing. Yeah, Brett's great. So I do still have a couple more spots open for speakers. If you are interested in speaking or sponsoring, uh, reach out to me directly at smdaydenver at gmail.com. Or to get your ticket, the link is if you text TIPS to 63566, and it will be linked on our Just the Tips coaching website today. Um, the other thing is Mile High Mastermind, 6th, 7th, 7th. This is the 7th. That's insane. So the that seventh is, annual, the seventh annual Mile High Mastermind. Yeah, September twenty nine and thirty, which again will be here before we know it. Um, so again, if you're interested in speaking or sponsoring, reach out to me directly for that too. Oh, I'll bet we might even be able to con Jason into speaking at that. I event. was, I was thinking that. We know he likes Colorado. I do, I do, I do like Colorado. We have a bunch of clients there as well. I, I could be, yeah, that persuaded. That'd, that'd probably be, be cool. that'd probably be a upfront yes, and then we just figure out the details. How about that? Cool. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'll reach out to you, Jason. We'll figure perfect. it out. Perfect. Perfect. You guys got a lot going on. That's fun. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna text uh, myself so I can so I can get in on on all the cool stuff that you guys are doing. It's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Well, fun yeah. to be a part of it. I, I I do appreciate hanging out with you guys today and your audience for sure. Oh, no, thank you. And yeah, let's do it again. Deal. Uh, Done. That'll be, that'll be after the Mile High Mastermind. Yeah. I think Jen has us booked out about 18 months on the weekly podcast, which is incredible. July of 24. Yeah, July, July of 24, but it has mm -hmm. been unbelievably <laughs> popular. So yeah, credit where credit's due. Jen is a whiz when it comes to all things podcast. Mm, um, so yeah, I'm going to lay that credit right at her feet like a golden staff and gifts to be showered upon the queen uh no question but well, i yeah. can i can i can attest to that by the way you know you were on my cat podcast a year ago and you're like hey oh, yeah. you should come on my podcast i was like oh cool like you know next month or something you're like no next year I'm like, Whoa. okay these guys like they got their act together so I, when I say I'm appreciative of being on the podcast, I, I really am. I feel like it's a big deal. So yeah, we're glad you. to have you. I promise. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. And for those of you listening or watching live or in syndication, you can catch us again at 1030 a.m. on Mondays, Mountain Time. That's 1030 a.m. Mountain Time. 
And I don't know, we probably do 40 or 45 episodes a year. So we're pretty much here almost every Monday morning. You can catch us in syndication on Apple, Spotify, and now Amazon Amazon. Podcasts. Ah, See, I didn't forget. And yes, you can find out all kinds of cool information about us by using that text code, text tips to 63566. And yes, Jen, I know we ran over. You knew we were going to. We will the next time we have Jason on the show. And we probably know that we're going to let Jason do that when he speaks at Mile High Mastermind this year as well. Also true. All right. Well, Jen, why don't you sign us off? Jason, hang around for just a few minutes. We'll have some more chit-chat backstage, if that's what we can refer to as the digital world backstage. Sure, sure. And we will see you guys next week with another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage.